Welcome to Conversations with Grace, the podcast, the place where we delve into the processes and strategies that these entrepreneurs use to manifest success. You will get inspiration from these individuals who found their life purpose. What could be better than living your passion? Have a listen as they talk about their journey. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Grace. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Irene Siniakis and she is a weight loss and lifestyle coach. She's actually what every woman would love on their speed dial. (laughs) Isn't that true, Irene? (laughs) Not every woman, but probably about maybe 60-70% of the women, yes. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about your your journey. Like, let's go back in time. Um, yeah. When did this health and wellness journey begin for you? Well, it's funny when you say go back in time because there's a lot of time to go back. But anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> in, my, in my late teens, early 20s, I guess when I was kind of really going out with my girlfriends and having fun, I really wasn't happy with my own body. And um, you know what we're like as women, we're always comparing ourselves to others. So I was just kind of comparing myself to the other women and I thought, oh, wow, you know, I really just was, you know, self-conscious. So I joined a gym and one of the trainers in the gym said to me, you know, you can really shape your body with muscle. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So I was sort of really naive. So then I started to, you know, just go to the gym more regularly. And in hindsight, I look back, this guy was a real sort of mentor for me, real coach, because um, he taught me about food. He taught me the importance of eating protein. Um, and it might sound boring to others, but when you really understand that protein makes your muscles dense and hard, I thought, wow, that's what I needed more muscle to create more shape because I had this kind of stick figure. I'm quite tall. Mm-hmm. So um, I, it started back then. And then in the end, I became a personal trainer because I always... And I always just had in me, I just want to help people. So I was, you know, very inspired to help myself. And then everything I learned, I just wanted to teach other people. And I thought, well, you know, I've got to do it myself before I teach. But then I became a personal trainer and I, you know, trained for a few years. I had a full-time job and I was training, you know, people on the side, but then something wasn't kind of working. I'm thinking, why aren't they getting the results that I, you know, that they wanted and even including myself. And I thought, oh, it's, it's food. I have to change my food. So then I became a food coach and I learned more about, you know, the importance of meal timing and, you know, eating regularly. Um, so I did this for years and years and I still had my full-time job and I trained, you know, clients at night, you know, just in my garage or in the park. So years, you know, went by and then I started to, I worked for a women's health and fitness magazine and all these women would ring up and write into the magazine with the same problem, right? Why can't I lose weight? I started this diet, I'm yo-yoing. And I thought something's still missing. And I had started to dabble into personal development and I'd started to read so many books, watch so many seminars, follow all these mentors, because I really just wanted to help myself because there was still something in me, something in my mindset that I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I was doing all the right things exercising and eating right well most of the time but um something wasn't right and i thought what is it why can't we get it you know get our i don't know if i can swear but get our shit together right and i thought it's our mindset right we've got to get our mind right then our body will follow so i was doing all this personal development but i kept thinking just tell me how to do it you're telling me why i need to do it but just tell me how so then eventually one day i just woke up and thought i can't live like this anymore i can't live in this mindset where everything was hard or I was kind of struggling. So I actually did the work. Honestly, it's a decision. When you decide and go all in and immerse yourself into what you want to do, it's amazing how the universe, you know, like the law of attraction, it gives that back to you. So I started to really 
dabble into this. So like I said, this started a long time ago. This has been a long journey. I'm now in my early 50s. So I'm, this is 30 year journey. And it starts out, you know, and I think most women who contact me now through my website want to lose weight. So they start an exercise program or they start an eating program, but they don't work on the mindset. And it wasn't until I kind of did it in that way as well. I did, you know, exercise first and then food and then the mindset. So now I want to teach women you got to flip it around. You've got to get your head right first, do the mind thing, and then everything else follows. So it's been a long journey. I've loved the journey and I love helping people, but I think it has to come from within you. It had my reasons why I wanted to do it. It wasn't just so I could look good, you know, going out, but there's deeper reasons and you, these reasons uncover themselves as, as you start to do more of this personal development work. So it's been a long time coming, but I love what I do and I love helping people. What's the response that you get when you speak to your clients about the mindset? Yeah. Because a lot of people, I don't think, have got that awareness about that. Yeah, some people don't really understand it, which is fair enough. Like I get a lot of women say, I think I just need to change my mindset. And I have, you know, on my website about mindset, they're like, yeah, it's my mindset because I can't stick to things. I start things and then two weeks later I fall off mm. or I think negative thoughts or so like I said, women come to me because they want weight loss and they want the, the shiny object, you know, the thing that they think is going to fix them, but it's not, it's mindset. And mindset really does come down to your core beliefs, your underlying beliefs that you get from when you were a child. And um, it's really reprogramming those beliefs because those you know, neural pathways can be remolded. You think of it like putty, you can be remolded. And your subconscious mind really is like a sponge and it has to accept everything you give it. It can't say, no, I don't want to think about that. So when you're constantly looking at yourself in the mirror or comparing yourself to others thinking, God, I look like crap or, you know, gee, I'm frumpy or, you know, my bum looks fat in this or whatever it might be, your subconscious mind is soaking it all in, right? Yes, it so is. it's a, yeah, so it's a matter of flipping it and start to tell yourself the things. It's not just positive thinking. It starts off positive thinking. It kind of stays in your head. It's all these, you know, new sort of affirmations or, but then it starts to, something starts to shift. Your paradigm shifts and you start to feel it in your body. And especially when you do meditation, you really, you know, create this white space for yourself where you start to feed your subconscious mind with the thoughts that you want to think. And then it starts to shift things. And it does take a couple of months and it does take repetition. And I remember when I first started it thinking, this is silly. Why am I telling myself this stuff? This ain't going to work. But I kept at it because remember, I woke up that day thinking, I've just got to do the work. They, count, they tell me that it's repetition that changes, you know, that changes you. You can't just do it once or twice. So I just had to do it. And it took months and months and months. And then things started to happen. And I actually applied it in a work situation at first. Like I really created in my mind what I wanted to create with my job and I wanted to earn X amount of money and I wanted to be on the top of the leaderboard. I was in sales at the time and I just saw myself being this person. And after about three or four months, it started to work and I'm like, oh my God, this is a bit scary. Like <laughs> what's happening here? And I thought, if I can do that with that, why can't I do it with, you know, my body? So you start to see how you want your body. And it's interesting, like, you know, you've got to find a body, I believe, that is similar to yours. So like I could never be, say, like Kylie Minogue. She's small and petite, you know. I'm kind of tall and lean, lean now. But back then I was kind of really frumpy around the midsection. So you find a body that you like and you stick your face on it, right? And you look at that every day because then you start, it's amazing. It's like gravity. Your mind, you know, just starts to work towards it. And the mindset's an interesting thing. When you know what you want and you command and almost decide 
like really decide. It's amazing how you will draw yourself to it. But wishy-washy thoughts are going to give you wishy-washy results. So women, when they first contact me, mindset's like sort of a, you know, this strange thing that they hear about, but it really is just personal development. It's really understanding who you are at a core value level. What drives you? What are your core beliefs? And if they don't serve you, you can change them. And that was the most profound thing for me is I can change the way I think. I don't have to be in this doomy, gloomy kind of place because I suffered anxiety and depression growing up. I don't have to stay there. I can change it. Okay. And honestly, Grace, I don't wake up every morning going, woohoo, can't wait to go to the gym, can't wait to eat my greens today. It doesn't happen, right? But I wake up in the morning some days thinking, oh, life sucks, you know? But I know now how to reframe it. I know how to really focus forward and remember what I'm going after, remember what I'm trying to achieve, remember all the people that I'm impacting, and remember how, you know, I'm trying to change the world one person at a time, just like you are. And that's what drives me, you know. And like I said, this was in my early 30s. I'm 20 years into it now, but it's a daily practice. Mindset is a daily practice. Just like training at the gym every day or doing some form of exercise for your body, you have to do the mindset training. Yeah. And it comes back to if you want to help others, you've actually got to, it's got to come with from within, doesn't it? You've got to help yourself yeah. first. You got to be that person, experience those experiences so that you can teach others. 100%. You need to be that person first. And sometimes I feel like a fraud. Like last night I was getting on a group call with my, you know, with my ladies and here I am eating chocolate biscuits 10 minutes before. I'm like, here I am like just about to coach these ladies and I'm eating chocolate biscuits. But you know what? When I think about it, you know, I am kind to myself and that's what I teach women to be kind to themselves. I did, you know, go for an hour and a quarter walk and I did do Pilates yesterday because we're in lockdown. So I have a reformer, you know, so I did that exercise. I'm allowed to have a chocolate biscuit, right? It's all about the 80, 20 yeah. rule, but you're yeah. right. You need to be that person first. And when I first heard this concept, I'm like, well, how can I be strong and confident? How can I be this person that has this, you know, lean body and, you know, feels good? Well, you just have to create that vision in your mind and it feels foreign, like I said. You don't put on roller skates and miraculously glide down beach road, right? You, you fall over, you make a fool of yourself. And that's the same thing with the mindset. You just got to keep at it, but you do need to be that person first. So everything in reverse from mm. what they tell you. They say that now that it's, um, that it takes actually 66 days to change your behavior. Yeah, uh, it used to be 20, it was 28, then it was 30, then it was 60. So anyway, yeah, it's 66. And that's why I only work with women minimum 16 weeks. I don't do single sessions because I don't work. Like okay. it's, you've got yeah. to do a minimum three to four months to really change habits. Follow me on my Facebook page at gracechevelle.liveyourpassion. And it's true what you say about affirmations, um, visualizations. If you do that every day, look at your vision board. If you have one, well, you, everybody should have one for my yeah. concern. And you're feeling those feelings that you want to feel when that goal is complete. So once that goal is complete, feel those feelings now as if the, you know, it's, you've already achieved that goal, whether it's weight loss, could be anything. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like if I could turn my camera around, you'd see I do have a vision board and I've got all these positive statements here. Yeah. And I really, you know, I've got here the seven daily steps to um, successful living and it all starts with the mindset. Well, step one really is what are my core values? I remember what my values are. What standards do I do I have? What behaviours do I tolerate with myself and not tolerate with myself and with others? You know, step two might be really priming my mind to really go after the day and remember what I want to achieve for the day and then really protecting that. Like really, I think of it like Wonder Woman with a little gold shield and you kind of just deflect back the crap that comes your way. 
and you learn that through life, life is obstacles. Like, you know, sometimes I think, oh God, this is tech, tech drives me nuts, right? And I think, oh, this technical thing's gone wrong or this has gone wrong. But when you learn to accept that the problems and the challenges in life, that's part of life. The obstacle is the way. And there's a book I'm reading at the moment called The Obstacle is the Way. When you embrace this stuff and you think, all right, life, what are you going to throw at me this time? You know, throw me a curveball because I'm going to deflect it right back at you, right? And sometimes things are harder than others, but that's what makes you resilient. That's what gives you courage. That's what develops grit. And you need grit in this game, right? Everything in life is mindset, but you need grit. So really prioritize what is important to you. And if it's health and well-being, um, or creating a really, you know, a lifestyle of choice, like a lifestyle that you, you know, what you want to be happy in. You know, I realized early on in life as well, we're only here for a short amount of time. And yeah. people have this preconceived notion that we have a lot of time. We're going to die, Grace. We all are, right? Yeah. Sounds morbid, but we're all going to die. Yeah. And I think when you see people like, look at what's happening now with this crazy COVID, right? Mm. The, we are so lucky in Australia, it didn't hit us like it did. But look yeah. at what's happening overseas. So many people are just dying like that. Why yeah. suffer? You know, really get yeah. clear on what you want, create the life and go after it. But like I said, I don't wake up ooh, really happy every day. <laughs> It's, um, it's a we all have our days, don't we? Oh, my goodness. Yes, we're women. We've got hormones. <laughs> well, it's true because I, I feel that the subconscious, whatever you're thinking and feeling, it takes it as a command. Oh, yeah. So if you are always, you know, woe is me, I can't do this, I don't want to do that, he won't let me, the subconscious and the universe goes, okay, all right, you can't do it, okay, I'll make sure you can't do it. 100%. Yeah. But be very specific because watch what Absolutely. you wish for, right? You've yes. got to be specific. And that's yes. why they say, you know, write things down, write down your goals. And this is boring yep. stuff. Who wants to write down their goals? Yes. But that was another thing, a big distinction, actually, when I started really, you know, deciding that I was going to do this work. A lot of it is in written form because there's power in written form. Like, Absolutely. Let me give you an example. If someone or your child gave you a birthday card, and you found that card a year later and it said, dear mum, I love you, you're the best, blah, blah, blah. You, think, you don't think, oh, yeah, toss it in the bin. You keep the card, right, because it's got sentiment. There's something around it, the an energy around it. So when you write your thoughts and feelings down on a piece of paper or in a journal yeah. about how you really feel and you start to respect yourself, respect your feelings, there's power in it. You've got to be really specific, really yes. specific with what you want and what you write down. And yes. it's amazing how it happens. It's just amazing when you decide how gravity just draws it. And I do believe affirmations and meditations, like Bob Proctor has a really good meditation, the abundance meditation, where you really focus on where you want to live and how you want to live your life. And like, I don't have it all, but I live where I want to live and I have the clients that I have because I've manifested it. Sounds woo-woo, but it's the truth. It's just the truth. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And as far as setting goals, it's all about, you're right, being very specific and how much and by when. So there has to be a specific goal date so that somebody can turn up at that time, making sure you've got an accountability partner as well. Um, Can somebody can show up at that time and go, right, did you do what you had to do? Even they can show up weekly and say, right, what did you do those action steps that we discussed last week? Yeah. So there, you know what, there is a little bit of work involved in this. You know, if you want to achieve something, you've got to take those action steps to do it. It's not all about, you know, us. Obviously, yeah. it's very powerful affirmations, visualizations, vision boards. Obviously, taking action is one of those things where things will gravitate towards you. 
you know, you know, you'll start meeting people that, oh my God, that, you know, that person wants to help me do this, you know, and you'll, you know, resources will appear and you've got to, ta- and that's the other thing, you've got to take advantage of the opportunities that are presented in front of you because yeah. there's a certain energy in those opportunities at that specific time. So oh, yeah. take advantage of that. Oh, I love all this stuff. Like I love all the laws of the universe and I didn't study these until later on. But when you understand the laws of the universe and how all this works, um, it's just, it's just pretty amazing. There was something you said then and I thought, oh, I've got to say that, but now I've forgotten. um, (laughs) Sorry, I talked too long. (laughs) No, no, not at all. But like like you said, it's, um, you know, every day, I was going to say that's right, personal development is messy. So you said taking action and you're right, you need to take action. But it's never a straight line, okay? No. So you've probably seen that little graphic success is like this, you know, all the squiggly Absolutely. lines. Absolutely. And it is. And personal development is messy. There's days that you cry. There's days that you're angry. There's days that you're sad. And some people, or well, a lot of people, try and push that away, try and think, oh, you know, stop crying, whatever. But no, personal development really is sitting in the pain of it, right? Just sit in the pain of it and then ask it what it wants you to learn, yeah. And I think when you learn to ask yourself better questions, instead of like, oh, I can't do that, ask yourself, how can I? How can I make this work? How can I have a better day? What's how the opportunity I... in this? Yes. Yeah. And you look at this current crisis, you know, like it's um, some people, you've got a choice. You can either yeah. be a sad sack, right, and a negative Nelly and stay home and life sucks. I can't go out to the stores. Yeah. Or you can go, you know what? I can kind of really work on myself here. I can read the books that have been in my Kindle for 20,000 years. I can um, learn something new. I can make myself a better person. And by asking how can I, which I have written down here, how can I, because I'm a solution-focused person. Everything is figureoutable, which is Marie Forleo's term, um, if you follow Marie Forleo. But everything has a solution, right? Everything is figureoutable. It's my mantra on my phone as it comes up. Everything, you know, is figureoutable. But, you know, you only do this when you make yourself a priority, when you your own best friend, you like everything about yourself, warts and all, all the things you don't like about yourself, you learn to love because then develop that inner strength, that inner grit that is needed and required to really succeed, you know, and success is hard. Well, I'm not going to say that because watch what you wish for. Success can be challenging, but you get through it anyway, right? So it's really thinking about what you think about and the language that you speak in your mind. I love this stuff. I wish I could just fast track it for my women, but I can't. I need to experience it. But like you said, accountability, you need accountability. And if you can't have that accountability yourself or keep yourself accountable, hire a coach. 20 years ago, life coaches were like, I don't know, 10, 20,000. They were this unheard of thing. Mm. Nowadays, find someone that you resonate with, someone that gets you. Yes, someone that really, that you can know, like, and trust and invest in yourself. We spend 100 or 200 bucks on a pair of shoes like that, yes. right? But why not, um, you know, even a couple of thousand on a holiday, we always kind of squirm and think, oh, I can't spend that sort of money, you know, on a coach. But this is life-changing yeah, stuff. This stuff's right. going to change the world, man. Yeah, they don't see the value in it, but there's oh. huge, huge value in it. Oh, my God, so much value. They don't I see I that talking to somebody else and getting it out there and discussing it, because after you're talking to a life coach, you actually come up with ideas yourself, don't you? Yes. Yeah. This stuff needs to be taught in schools, life skills. Absolutely. I've always said that. Same. We don't Fair get enough. taught how to, how to navigate life, but it really is... When you sort of narrow it down, it's learning to auto-correct your mind, auto-correct it the way you want it to go because we're defaulted to survive and, but just yeah. auto-correct yourself every day, checking yeah. in with yourself. 
yeah. Oh, I love it. It's, a, it's just a lot of old programming that is unfo- unfortunately still there in the subconscious. Yeah. Um, going back to, I think, I think Bob Proctor normally says, from when you're seven years old, you, you suddenly realise, oh, I can't yeah. jump that cliff, you know. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of programming there that we need to reprogram. Yes. But I was having this discussion with a client yesterday who's also getting some therapy but also working with me. And I'm like, look, I get it. Years ago, I got some therapy. We had family therapy as well, but then I went to my own therapist. But what, and I'm not bagging them out, but what I'm saying is going doing therapy, you're rehashing old trauma. And, you know, you leave therapy sad. You've cried, or I used to cry for the hour. And my client was saying, I just leave there feeling sad. So you leave there feeling sad. When I work with women or, you know, I think most coaches, what we should do and what we do do is we help you vision forward. There's no, look, you've got to respect your past and where, where you've come from, but you take the learnings from it. We don't rehash past trauma. If anything, we draw a line in the sand and we focus forward because life's too short, remember? We're not here to struggle. So why not draw a line in the sand, focus on what you do want. And I believe people that are depressed, including myself that was depressed, I was always thinking in the past, always thinking about what I didn't have, all the shit that went wrong in my life. So why not flip it into what I can create, the people that I can impact, you know, working for myself, being my own boss. I was never really employable. If any of my old bosses are watching this, they'd be nodding their head right now. I've never really been employable because I speak my mind. So I just wanted to like learn to be comfortable with who I am. I do speak my mind. Some people don't like it. Too bad. They're not my people. The people that do like it, you know, I keep my group smaller now as I get older. And, um, you know, that this is just one thing. I think as you get older anyway, you, you just sort of learn all this stuff. But it really is, like I said, just developing an understanding of yourself and really just going after, you know, what you want and not letting obstacles stop you. And too many women um, quit or fail thinking they're doing something wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. It's feedback. It's not failure. Everything you've talked about today is an episode in my, uh, lots of episodes in my podcast. (laughs) There you go. See, we're all like That's great. If you would like a more detailed explanation about your life purpose, you can listen to my other podcast, Your Road to Success, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to go straight to it, it's episode two. Just talking on, you were saying how, you know, you're keeping your group small and I firmly believe in surrounding yourself with not only successful people, because you can't always do that, but people that support you and lift you and motivate you. What do you feel about that? Grace, I love this topic. About 10 years ago, I did a big cull. I was so done with fake people. I don't do fake, you know. People that, like, for example, friends, and, you know, they were friends, you know, I wish them all the best, but friends that have been with me for 20, 25 years, but I was done. I had enough. Not that they were fake, but some friends, and you know it, whoever's watching this, you know it, some friends who you think are your friends don't really have your back. I only want people in my life who are there for me when it's convenient and when it's not convenient. When you really, I can get upset about this. You just learn, like you, your group gets smaller as you get older, like I said, because people, you've got to respect each other. You, it's got to be a two-way street. There's got to be an ROI, right? A return on investment. You can't, you know, I had friends where I was giving 95%, always there listening to them. I was taking calls from friends five times a day with their crap, but it wasn't reciprocated. So you've got to really, you know, hang around people that have got your back in terms of friendships. But like you said, successful people, you don't want to be in this mindset where you've primed yourself every day to really go after what you want. But then you have this 
friend that's a sad sack ringing you up about her problems. Best tip I can give you is don't take advice from someone that hasn't done it themselves. So if you want to get relationship advice, don't take it from someone who has or you know bad relationships right. or financial <laughs> advice from someone who it doesn't have wealth. Like really think about the people in your life because we only have so much mental bandwidth per day and where you want to put that you know energy is really really important. There's a book on it which it's got a swear <laughs> word in it. I won't say it. There's so many so many f's you can give right yes. think about how many f's you want to give to certain things in your day but surrounding yourself with good people and that's where learning to be comfortable in your own skin you know i was one of my girlfriends is like how can you be an introvert you're an extrovert even when you're out and about you kind of i don't know people just kind of flock to you because and i'm like no not really but i'm an introvert i get my energy from being within i get my energy from being in my own company like everything has to be on to be perfect the temperature of the heater or like everything but when i go externally i've got all these other energies around me and all these people mixing and and although it's fun at the time it really derails me and i need to come home and then it just kind of takes me a couple of hours to get back into myself and I learned that once again, as you get older, people mm. think that they need energy from people and maybe you do, but really understanding, this is another topic in itself, but really understanding who you are as a person, because we're all different and no one's right or wrong. We're just different no, personality just different. traits. Yeah. yeah. And we all need different energy. So figure out where you get your energy from and um, surrounding yourself with the right people is so, so important. And that can also mean family. It doesn't mean you cut your family, but you distance yourself or the amount of time or you mentally prepare. You're going to visit your family for so many hours or whatever. Really just, you know, get yourself prepared, get that little bubble happening um, and don't let that energy get in. Like really just kind of, you know, push it back. Remember the little Wonder Woman deflectors? That's right. Um, <laughs> so family, yeah, family as well, because they're not on your path and sometimes we're all equal people, but sometimes our level of perception or personal development is different to others. Yeah, and when you try and talk different. about something to others, they yeah. don't get it. So they're like, Oh, that crazy stuff. Well, that's woo woo or whatever. So let them yes. think it's woo woo. Don't talk about that to them. Yes, talk about right. it to people. Yeah. That are in your circle. Yeah. I think it's Tony Robbins who said you are the average of the five people yes. you surround yourself with. hundred percent. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I did a, a big cull um, yeah. of people in my life. And which meant I spent a lot of time in isolation, right? Yeah. So this ISO thing is no, nothing new to me. I actually love it. Yeah, and I'm glad that I did it many years ago because you learn to be comfortable with yourself. And that's the most important relationship you're ever going to have is with yourself. Absolutely. You've got to start there. The buck stops mm. with you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. And if you don't like yourself, you're going to do your own head in. <laughs> that's right. I mean, if you have people that surround you or you've got a couple of friends that are not serving you and in a way physically draining you you're draining oh. that energy from you and that's not serving you yeah you know what you have to let go don't you let go and, and that's on. not being what's the word <laughs> what's an the word asshole? <laughs> <laughs> yes you can yeah, be an it, asshole it's, yeah it's yes, not that it's on, just yeah. that you know what it's it, the the relationship is is not serving it's not working that's right. and um, remember people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime and if it's yeah. a reason, oh, wonderful. Yes. What's the lesson from that person? Because you've, you know, you've yeah. learned lessons, but they have from you too. And Dr. John D. Martini talks about yes. this. Yes. Sometimes when you feel like you're being an a-hole to a friend by letting them go, you're actually doing them a favor. They're growing, they're learning, they, 
you know, you've culled them out of your life. They're sitting at home wondering why, what have I done wrong? How can I be a better person? Life's too short. Like we are always, like I said, reason, season, lifetime. And sometimes this is hard in intimate relationships, letting people go that aren't serving you because we kind of have this connection thinking, oh, they're the one. But when you really take out the emotion from it, are they really serving you? And I know it's hard to let people go, but you just, you have to, because when you close one door, another one will open. This whole success pathway when you decide to go down that pathway, it opens up to a whole world of people. It's like they're like another planet. It actually, it actually does. And it is so true. Since oh. I've taken this path, I have met the most amazing people. Oh. And you're one of them, I read. Oh, <laughs> of course. Thanks. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know whether a lot of people know this, but the chances of you being born oh. are 400 trillion to one. Yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk. Exactly. Gary V, yes. Gary V. Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, if anybody (laughs) doesn't know him, look him up. He's he's wonderful. Love him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so what are you going to do with that 400 trillion to one? What are you going to do with that life? Are you just going to go through until the end, going safely, you know, until the end? Or are you going to do something with it? What legacy are you going to leave behind? I know. I remember I had this corporate job and I was looking out the window you know, this was many years ago and I could see the cars going up the road, like on the highway. And I thought, is this it? Is this what I'm meant to be doing? Sitting in this office around people I don't even like that suck the life out of me. Don't like my boss, like entering data on a computer. Is this it? And I sit there dreaming about the whole wide world. We're just in little Australia and this whole wide world. And I thought, how am I going to see the world? How am I going to experience life and I thought I've got to find a way to see the world how am I going to travel more and it's interesting I kept thinking about the places I wanted to go and then once I got into I'm talking this was in my early 20s I remember doing this then I got into health and fitness and I remember one of my roles in the last 10 years was managing the health and well-being program for flight center in Victoria in Tasmania so having worked for flight center for 10 years I got to travel to all these places you know so we would travel to have seminars on how we're going to fix the world in the you know health and well-being in the corporate world so you know we traveled to Asia many times Solomon Islands Vanuatu so I got to travel and then when you travel it opens your mind up even more you think my goodness this world is so big But really, especially now doing online work, my clients are everywhere, Hawaii, US, Canada, Jakarta, they're everywhere. I can sit at home in my pajamas and talk to people around the world and impact their life. Like what great opportunity we have, especially right now, that Gary Vee says all the time. The internet, when I was growing up in my 20s, we didn't have the internet. Well, I remember Facebook. I was working at Women's Health and Fitness actually. And the girl that sat next to me, she's like, you got Facebook? And I'm like, what's Facebook? And, you know, she, you put photos up. And I'm like, people put photos up about their personal life? Like, this I is know, crazy. No way. And to be honest, I'm not very big on social media now. I hardly ever do any social media because I'm not trying to be an Instagram influencer or anything like that. I just want to keep my circle small. And I use the power of the mind to really draw and attract the clients that come to me. Yeah. And the clients that find my website, you know, come to me at the right time and yeah it's just interesting interesting world and i've got off on a tangent again I love it. <laughs> no 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 that's all right you're allowed to <laughs> that's why we're here irene we're here to talk about you 
Well, it's not about me. It's really um, using us as a channel to impact other people, right? We've, we've done this work. So we're maybe just a little bit more advanced than some people maybe watching this uh, podcast. So really, we're inspiring people to really go after what you want. Like you said, that's what you were saying. Sorry, the, you know, we're one trillion or whatever opportunity of being born we are so lucky, so lucky, although some days doesn't feel like it, but we are so lucky. So let's just make the most of it. And I think when you have a close one gone in front of your eyes, I think that really puts things into perspective about how short life is. It yes. really is short. And I lost my girlfriend, my friend, when I was, she was 27. I was in my early 30s. And, um, you know, she was a beautiful girl, had so much potential. But when you see, you know, someone just go like that, like yeah. like that. Like that. It's um it's just why are we here to suffer? No, that's to, right. You're here. Suffer. And and be grateful for what you have. Well, I'm on ten acres here. So every day I look out the window and I, I look at the mountains and you know, it, you've got to feel grateful for what you already have. Don't think about, oh, I don't have that particular item or I haven't got the money to go on that holiday. Think about being grateful for what you have and all of a sudden your mind will switch. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, I remember years ago people used to say, have a gratitude journal, you know, be grateful. And I'm like, oh, be grateful, like negative mindset, you know. Yeah. And the best thing you can do when you're feeling like you're in a funk is just think about, just like you said, one or two things that you're grateful for. Just grateful that you even have a roof. Like all those homeless people, grateful that you're not sitting in dirt, right? Homeless Mm -hmm. people are sitting in freaking dirt. You're not. You have heating. You have cooling. You know, just be grateful for the small things. And, you know, also if you're in a bit of a funk, help someone. Even if it's you go to the grocery store. I say grocery store because I have US clients. Supermarket, right? You go to the supermarket, help an old person carry their bags, whatever it might be. Reach out to a friend who's not feeling so good in ISO. Say, hey, checking in, you know, how you are. No, really, tell me how you really are. My brother says that to me a lot. How are you? I go, yeah, yeah, I'm good. He goes, no, how are you really? And I like that, right? Yes, that extra question. The extra extra question. question. He does that a lot. So ask someone, how are you really? So being grateful and helping people, you know, yeah, really helps you get into a mindset of feeling really good. And like you said, you know, you've probably manifested, you know, where you live and Bob Proctor's abundance meditation teaches you, like I love the beach and I live not far from the beach. And as soon as I see the water, literally my shoulders drop, like it's my happy place. So it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. When I see the ocean and I go down the end of Bay street and I turn right and I see the whole of Melbourne and I think, wow like i look at all the you know the buildings and i think all those people sitting in those offices that are hating their job yes and i'm walking along this beautiful pathway and it's 11 a.m on a monday yes Yes. not not saying i'm any better than anyone else and what i'm saying is i've i've created this i've worked bloody hard for it but i've created it and you don't have to sit in that little cubicle you can create your own life as well but it just starts with the first step get accountability get a coach start to make it happen. It doesn't happen overnight, but remember personal development is messy. This whole process is messy, but get someone to guide you and help you and you can do it and you're going to be so chuffed with yourself when you do. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. I think it's really important to note that people don't necessarily believe that they have the ability to reach, to reach a particular goal. A lot Good of people point. say to me, I don't really have goals. And I said, well, yeah. And then I'll delve a bit deeper and there actually is a, a pretty big goal there. But because they can't see, they can't see how they're going to do it, they stop right there. 
Yeah. They stop. So you gotta you've gotta understand that start taking the actions towards the goal. Do all these things we've talked about today and the how will show up. Yes. The how yes. will show up out of the commitment to the what and the actions that you take. I love it. Yeah, I love it. the how will show up, and that's why you know that's why if you if any anybody has watched The Secret, Jack Canfield in little snippet he says, think of it as you're in a car and you've got the lights on, and you can only see so far down the road. You can't see the your end destination yet because you're going from New York to Los Angeles, right? That's right. So you can only see so many meters down the road. You don't need to know. Yeah, you don't need to know how it's going to happen. And it will change. You think it's going to be one way. I thought I'd be married with kids, three kids with a picket fence by the time I was 25. Yeah. Doesn't happen, right? <laughs> so things change. Things change. So, and sometimes I get a lot of women say to me, I don't know what I want. So that's where you start to work with your core values again. Mm. And you really learn well, what things motivate you what makes you angry what are you passionate about like you start to ask yourself the better questions that i was saying ask yourself better questions but sometimes you don't know the questions to ask which is why you hire a mentor or you hire a coach that helps you navigate the role of a coach is not to tell you what to do the role of a coach is to guide you yeah so you start to ask yourself better questions like what am i passionate about am i passionate about animals am i passionate about whatever it might be so you start to uncover and unpack what your goals could be then, like you said, it's just the small steps. The whole overarching goal of what you want might be too daunting and too overwhelming, but you learn to reverse engineer and do the daily steps. It's like with my women, you want to lose 20 kilos or 40 pounds, like break it down on a daily basis. That might just be 200 grams that you need to lose today. That's all you have to worry about. That's all you have to worry about, exactly. What you have to do just today, and you cross off the checklist. I love checklists. So you cross off what you need to do today, and then... You focus on the next thing and the next thing. I just finished a book called The Small Shifts. It's the little shifts that you do. Or The Compound Effect is another great book. Yes, it's the little. Yep, I've got that too. <laughs> yeah, I've got them all. I don't know if you can see my books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love We're book it. ladies. <laughs> and I tell you, this is one thing how one of the questions in like my core values handout to work out what your values are. Look around your home and what do you see? that is important to you. So generally it's family photos. For me, I've got a few dumbbells down there. I've got, you know, my, I can see my Pilates reformer, my books, all my books are all on, you know, personal development or mindset or, um, you know, how to become basically self-help, how to become a better person. Even things like my little supplements and stuff I keep on my bench. Now I could put them in the pantry, but when I did this exercise to work out what your core values are, you keep them within view. So whether you... I don't know if you like golf, your golf clubs are going to be in view. Like whatever's in view is important to you. So it's one yeah. little key step. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent again. No, but, you're not. But it, it's um, good because I'm a very, I'm a very visual person and I love the visual side of things. Everything's like my vision board. I've got, you can't see, but I've got a stand here with butcher paper on it. My ideas have to get out of my head. Otherwise I'll go insane. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> so I've got all my episodes and my podcasts over there and I've got all the things that, I do a lot of mind mapping. Have you, do you do mind mapping? Yeah. Oh, my so God. My, mind 100%. Mapping. You need yeah. a lot of mind mapping. And you do a lot of mind mapping when you're alone. In my 40s, when I culled a lot of people in my life, 
I mind mapped a lot. Just sat there and stared out the ceiling or stared, stared out the window and you mind map a lot, but you need structure. And the universe works with, with, um, universe works with structure. That's why you unpack your life. Or when I work with women, I unpack their life yes. and then we pack it back into order and you follow a path. Like you said, Jack Canfield, you don't hop in the car and miraculously you're driving from LA to New York. You're going to just going to end up in New York. You're going to follow a map or a path. And it's an example of how I created my podcast. I just did the circle in the middle on the butcher paper and wrote create podcast. Then I had to do spokes going outwards of all the actions I had to do. Then beyond that, all the little tiny actions on that particular action. So yeah. it cleared everything, got everything out of my head. And then I went through and ticked off everything and made sure that I did everything that I had to do before I released it out there. 100%. And we may be showing our age because you're right, I do things on paper as well. But there's things like Trello boards now online that you can do, little Trello boards that you can move around or there's like uh, project management systems like Asana yes. and, you know, all that that you can do. But, yeah, I, I still even have a manual diary, you know, a manual yes. diary where it's my to-do list and Me too. my appointments. And then my appointments are highlighted in yellow and I check it off like you want to a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day and this is where to be successful you know people watching this podcast you've got to write things down remember power and written form so write down the things that you to-do list that you want to get done today that are going to lead you to your biggest goals then you cross them off at the end of the night and you prepare yourself ready for the next day it's structure that you need exactly. if you've got stuff going on everywhere and you may be that kind of person because that's your personality trait. Like I know I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes to get things done. I'm impatient. I just want it now, right? Um, but for me to do that, I need structure. But yeah. you might be one of these personalities that kind of sits back and analyzes. And we all have a little bit of everything, you know, personality yeah. traits in us. Yeah. But then that means you really do need help with someone or a coach or a mentor to help you steer, to help steer you in the right direction. Yes. So get that help. Invest in yourself. Just make life happen. Like press play on life. Stop. That's right. I wish I could just shake people. I wish someone <laughs> shook me. Like I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be, like I wish someone shook me and go, just get your shit together. Yes. Like back in my 30s. Like I would have responded to that instead of hearing all the fluffy stuff. I'm not a fluffy person. I just want to help you. So yes. I'll tell you straight up what, Step, what stick I with the facts. Step. This is yeah. this is what's going to happen. This is yeah. what we're going to do. No BS, yeah. just the facts. If you would like more information about goal setting, you can listen to my other podcast, Your Road to Success, where I go into the steps to the power of goal setting and dividing your goals into small actions. This can be found in episodes six and seven. Can you think of any successful projects or situations that have really worked well for you? Oh my God, I've done so many. Anyone just starting out, like, I mean, you can use Google and you can ask Arnie Google to show you, you know, self-help. So you can follow people like Dr. John Demartini, Bob Proctor, Mel Robbins, Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield. There's so many people. And I think oh, just so start. Yeah. Start and it'll take you on a maze, right? But then when, once you start, figure out, well, what is it that I want to first work on? And there's, I believe there's like four quadrants. There's your career. There's your relationships. There's your health and there's your self-care. So which one do you want to focus on? If you're in a job that you don't like, which takes up most of our time, yes. start to work on your career because that'll then have a flow-on effect. Or you can work on all four quadrants, and that's what I do with clients. We work on a little bit of all four quadrants 
to get us to the next little step because it's the little steps, the small, you know, little steps that get you to the biggest goal. So I think anyone totally new to this thinking, who are these crazy ladies talking about this stuff? <laughs> Just start Googling, but you will get to a point where Google won't give you all the answers because it's not personalized to you. So you want something that's a little bit more of a tailored approach. So depending on what success you want to create in your life, like if it's health, reach out to a health coach, right? right? If it's business success, reach out to Grace, like figure out what you want. Just talk to us. It's not a hard sell. I don't twist someone's arm to come and work with me. No. If anything, it's kind of like an application because I want to see if I want to work with you. So because there's too many people that I can help and there's too many coaches that can help you. So all you're doing is just starting, you know, question. The youngest girl that's ever contacted me was 12. She did not sound 12. She really? sounded probably early 20s, blew my mind. Oh my and God, she said sorry. to me, I'm just about to go into the gym. You know, when I called her at a scheduled time, and she was just about to go into the gym and, and I said, you know, you sound quite young. You know, how old are you? She said, I'm 12. And I said, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize you were 12. And she goes, yeah, a lot of people think I'm older. I said, you can't even be in a gym at 12. She goes, yeah, I know, but they think I'm older. But I commended her because she reached out for help, right? Now, I couldn't help her. So I just gave her a couple of little tips, you know, but she was body conscious, you know. She was a little bit overweight and was comparing herself. But I commended her for having the courage to reach That's out fantastic isn't yes. it yes and my youngest clients now are 21 22 and mm -hmm. you know the oldest ones are like in their 50s but it's the younger ones that are more open to being coached it's the older ones that are a little bit molded in their ways mm -hmm. um but doesn't matter where you are in your journey whether you start at 21 or whether you start at 50 just start like just start so anyone watching you know whether it's google whether you reach out just to have a conversation, we call them discovery calls or whatever, we might hang up the call, never work together, but I would give you value. I'm sure Grace will give yes. you value to take you to that next step. Then you yes. might reach out to a few more people and it's just a flow on effect. And when yes. the universe can see you're doing that, you watch what happens. Watch what happens. All oh my God. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Yep. All these people's yeah, all resources or whatever will start gravitating. Yeah. And they're free, right? Yeah. They're free. But if you value something, you need to invest in it. And I know the universe yeah. knows that. Like you invest in help. It's kind of, I don't do online dating. I'm single. I don't do online dating. But I have a girlfriend that does online dating and she's still on Tinder. I'm like, get off Tinder. Get on a platform. <laughs> yes. not, not that I've ever done it before, but get on a platform that you pay because you're going to get better quality. Yes. So if you want free advice, get it on Google, but you're not quite sure who's fake and who's not. Invest in yourself when yes. you find someone that you resonate with and just they'll just fast track it for you. You don't yes. have to you know, help you navigate and get through mistakes that would have taken you a lot longer to, yeah. to work out. <laughs> yeah. I like what you say about investing in yourself, which is a different version of investing in yourself. I mean, with myself, I've invested a lot of money mm. in learning. Same. Haven't we? Yes. But I really feel like it's an investment. I don't feel like I've spent a lot of money. I feel like I have learned substantially My God. and grown. If I add up the amount of money I've spent, like, honestly, I don't even want to say it in case my mum watches. But you know what? I love and, it. And you know what the thing is, Grace? I didn't have that money in the bank. I don't know where the money came from. So what I'm saying is when you decide to invest in yourself, yeah. it's amazing how the money, it just happens. Yes. So I'm talking about, you know, a span of 20, 30 years, but you need to step up. You need to level up and yeah. to level up, you've got to invest in yourself. 
handing over money, which is just an exchange of appreciation, right? You're going to get the value. So you hand over the money and you get nervous about it. But I believe that nervous energy is just like the body's response to being nervous and being excited is the same thing. Heart palpitations, clammy, you know, hands. So instead of thinking I'm scared, think I'm excited, you know, bring it on. I'm excited. So step in. in, Step in, go all in. When you do, you'd be surprised. And sometimes I've looked back at coaches and courses. I've gone, oh, what a waste of money. Like seriously, what a waste of money. But then when you reframe it and think, no, I've learned this and this and this, and it's led me to meet this person, which has then led me to do that. Correct. Then, you know, hindsight's a great thing. You can look back. Yes. So don't be scared of investing in yourself, right? If you added up how much money you spent in boozing or whatever, Correct. You know, just take the leap, like take the leap. And like I said, I didn't just miraculously have these thousands and thousands of money in my, in my bank account over these years. They, it just kind of happened and investing in yourself to free my mind, Grace, to free my mind. Otherwise I was going to live in this cage for the next, I don't know, 60, 70 years. So to free my mind, I had to do it. And that to me is so liberating. You can't put a price on it. It's not tangible. No. And that's interesting. You're saying about the money, People, unfortunately, focus on how much can I make? I need to make this money. Now, unfortunately, that has the adverse effect. You need to come from service. So, you know, you're coming from, I really want to help this person. I've helped myself. I'm in the right place right now. I really want to help people. And they'd all come back to you. 100%. I love money, right? I'm not going to lie. When I was in sales roles years ago, my boss would say, what motivates you? And I'd go, money. <laughs> so, no, really. What? And I'm like, I'm being honest because I'm a straight up person. I love yep. money, and by I love money because it gives me the freedom to to live where I want to live, the car I want to drive, to do what I want to do, buy whatever I want to buy. I want freedom, so it's not the money that I want. I want the freedom. Yep. I want the freedom then to with my time to help more people. And you think about when clients say to me, "Oh, I don't have the money to spend," you know, to work with you in a way they're being selfish and, I, and I'll explain they're being selfish because if they learnt the tools that I gave them by spending the money the amount of people they can impact whether they be their husband their children their family their work colleagues it's a flow-on effect so you're not only helping yourself your energy your new skills and tools you'll discuss with others others will learn from you you'll become a leader so you know, they say money makes the world go round. Money is a great thing. And you learn to have a great relationship with money. The money just kind of, money flows in and out, you know. And sometimes you don't even get the reward back in money. You get it back in other ways. But like you said, come from a place of be heart-centered. Be want to want to help people first and then the money will flow, you know. Yeah, I love it. And it took me, it took me a little while because, you know, we want, once our basic shelter, you know, our needs are met, our basic shelter, where we live, a roof over our head, food, water, once they're met, and sometimes people are scared because, they, you know, the rent's due or the mortgage is due. So I get that fear feeling. Mm-hmm. But when you just start to use the power of the mind to attract what you want to attract or the ideal client, you just watch mm-hmm. how it happens. Yeah. You, you need to just change your paradigm anyway. Sounds simple, but it just takes a bit of work, like you said, right in the beginning. Follow me on Instagram at grace underscore Chevelle. What would you say was the one skill or strength that you have in this industry? The one skill that I have that I teach others? Yeah. 
tenacity, grit. Women come to me because they want to lose weight. It's not about the weight. It's not about the food or the exercise. Yeah. It's Isn't the grit. Yes. Anything in life takes grit. I meet a lot of women who don't have tenacity, grit, courage, bravery. That's what I teach. And then you can go after anything you want. So it's not about the food and the exercise. It's no. the mind first. You need to grow kahunis. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Call it kahunis. Call it grit. You, yeah. yeah. Yes. Then you can go after. Because if I have any regrets in life, there's only one regret that I have, and that's I wish I had more confidence. I wish I backed myself more. I wish I was just more me. Yes. You know, but... We're there to please other people when we're younger, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And look, don't get me wrong. You know, we still still want to be kind and empathetic and and have compassion for people. But at at the end of the day, yeah, I just wish I had more confidence to really go after what I wanted. Because when I was in my 20s, I thought we had this infinite thing called life. But now in my 50s, we don't. And I (laughs) I just wish I took life more seriously when I was younger. That's why it needs to be taught in schools. Yes. It needs to be taught in schools how yeah. to do life. Yes, exactly. And they life need is to like be taught that. Yeah, they need to be taught that. You know, they they can do it. They have the ability to do it. None of this. You can't do that. Another one that I like was, um, you know, how the teacher always crosses, ticks, crosses, ticks, crosses. Right? Wouldn't it be great it, instead of saying no, you did that wrong? is mm. okay this is another way we can do this can you what think did of a I do different right? one yeah exactly what did you do right yes yeah. ask yourself better yeah. questions so okay so this is feedback that this yes. you know may not have worked to to plan but how can i do right and yes. it's interesting as soon as you said crosses it made me think of another thing every for every year of your life draw a cross so like if, if you're 40 years old draw 10 rows 10 crosses for yes. every year right? And think about when you retire, 65, you know, and that's really when our aches and pains should probably start to kick in. Mm. And when you look at these crosses for every year of your life and how many crosses you've got left, you've got this little window of opportunity mm-hmm. that to really go after life. We've already had 40 years. After 65, we're going to get a few more pains and aches and yes. pains. This little window. So why sit there in this job that you hate yes. the people that you don't like mm. doesn't mean they're bad people. They're just not your people. If you've always had this niggling feeling to start your own business or run a marathon or go and um, help in an orphanage overseas, I know we can't travel now, but whatever it might be, mm. start to put plans in place because yes. it will light you up. It will put a spring in your step. Absolutely. You'll be happier every day. Yeah. And that happiness is energy coming out. Everything is better. Yeah, look, any basically anything is possible. Something that you really want to do, just yeah. go out there and try and do it. You might have to learn new things. You might have to approach people that have already done it. How did you get in this industry? How do I? Who do I speak to? How much will it cost? Yes, um, there will be a little bit of effort to get in there. A little bit of effort every day. Remember, a little mm-hmm. bit of mindset effort. Read ten pages of a book or get audible on your headphones. Don't listen to music. I mean, you can every now and then, but listen to yeah. a self-help book. Something yes. that's going to prime you into auto-correcting your thought pattern into thinking, yeah, yeah I'm going to really go after what yeah. I want. Not in a whole rah rah kind of thing, but just you know, every day, just kind of chip away at it and do it for yourself. 
And if you haven't done it before, just start small. You know, you can, there's so many books out there that are, that are motivating. You could start with Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins. There are just so many. Yeah. I realise that the thoughts in your mind are not really you. Now that's going to sound woo-woo to some people. Yes. So if you've got the thoughts that you're thinking, then who is the person that's thinking about the thoughts that you're thinking, right? Mm. So there's almost like there's two of you. And there's a great book, one of my best books of all time to understand this. And it's called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. You start to think about the voice in your head. So it's almost like you take a back seat and just watch the voice in your head and what it's doing. And that's your ego, right? The real you is the one watching. So when you can change that voice in your head, which is the inner critic, this, I can't do this, I'm scared. Yeah, that's a big distinction to really realise that the voice isn't, you know. And Mel Robbins talks about using the 54321 rule. Like when we're scared of doing things because that little voice in our head's going, oh, you can't, I can't go talk to that person. Oh my God, I'm embarrassed. Or just 54321, do it. Or oh, I've got to get out of bed. I got, you know, I need to go and exercise. 54321, just get up and do it. Do it. And you'd be surprised when you just start, like you said, you start with the small steps. You start to ingrain new habits. And that's really what we're doing. Swapping old habits for new habits. And it can be done. Can be done. Can be done. Yeah. What would you say um, are the top two books that you've read, Irene? Well, number one is definitely The Untethered Soul to really understand the mind. It's an easy book, but The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. I'm really loving a book I'm reading at the moment now by Todd Herman, which is about the alter ego. It doesn't mean you walk around thinking and faking being someone else, but it's almost like you think of Superman and Clark Kent when he, you know, is Superman, he's this different character. I'm not talking about being fake and I'm only halfway through the book and I'm loving it. I'm not talking about being fake to other people or to other situations, but putting on this alter ego to let go of the fear that's associated with it. So yes. to have a, having a disconnect to the fear and showing up as that alter ego to do what you need to get done, whether it's public yes. speaking, and then you can go back to the real you. But once, but I think really understanding the real you is probably the first step, which is the untethered soul book. Yes. But like I said, I'm reading um, The Alter Ego at the moment. The Small Shifts, I can't remember the author, but um, The Small Shifts is really good. You know, The Power of Now. Jack Dyer, not Jack Dyer, he's the footballer. Wayne Dyer. <laughs> Wayne Dyer, uh, yeah. Talks about like I am, I am statements. But my very first book that I started in this whole journey was Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. In that book, she talks about affirmations and really forgiveness work, forgiving you know, your parents or your, your childhood. And at first I thought, what? Forgive your parents. It's kind of weird stuff. But, you know, You Can Heal Your Life is the very first book. I've got so many books here. I wouldn't even know where to start. I remember reading The Untethered Soul thinking this just makes all those self-help books in one. But I think you need to have, have dabbled a little bit into self-help before you read that book. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, another great book, it's a book that I actually whoops, picked up at a, um, a fitness expo. And it's called Passion Driven. This is a really good book. I don't even know if it's still around or if you can get it. But it's called Passion Driven. And it's on the back. It's like take your slice of life, really understanding what your passions are and um, understanding who you are and then going after it. And I don't even think it's a well-known author. But once again, I you know, went to a fitness expo because it's something I was interested in. I met new people and I found this book that they were just giving away for free. I had this book for years. But the whole premise is just to read. And if you don't like reading, listen to Audible. 
Yeah, so many a books. lot of people don't like, whereas I like a nice physical book in my hand, mm. <laughs> whereas people oh now, they just like, yeah, I'm I just I'm a remembered book a book. I just remembered a book. Oh, good, oh, good, good. This book by Marie Folio, Everything yeah. is Figure Outable, is an amazing book. How could I have forgotten oh. that? Everything is Figure Outable, excuse me, by Marie Folio. She's only released it late last year. You know, I met her. She came here to Melbourne. Amazing woman, has taught me so much in the last 10 years, not only about business but about life. Oh. But that book, Everything is Figure Outable, and that mantra that everything has a solution is honestly what's got me through. It doesn't matter how much you're in the thick of the crap in your life right now, you've yeah. got to believe that everything is figure outable. Everything works out. I mean, think of it everything you've ever gone through up until this day, you have survived. Yeah. You found a way, whether you've jumped the barrier, whether you went around it, you've survived it. You survived it, but what's yeah. the learning from it and how do you yes. become a better version of yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what I've been saying to people now that with all the current events that are going on, I wanted to create awareness that it's definitely possible, but it's a, a new chapter in your life. Like if you've lost your job, what is your passion? What do you love to do? Can you make money doing that? Yes. You know, maybe it's somebody the universe telling you that's not what you were meant to do. You need to go and do this now. Yes. You can monetize your passion now with the power yeah. of the internet. With the power that, of the internet, exactly. Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of the ladies that I work with, they come to me for weight loss, but they don't really like their job, which is impacting their weight loss. But then they have this secret little desire to start their own business. And because I've been doing it for so long and I've studied online marketing, I help them with business. I help them get yeah. a website up and running. I help them create who their ideal avatar is the client or the person that they want to serve and help i help them get clear on their messaging you know help attract people on their list come into their vortex their yeah. their community to start to impact more people so you're right this is such a great opportunity <laughs> but if you don't know how or where to start sing out we're here yeah. to help <laughs> that's right absolutely with obviously the recent events how has that affected you and your business well, great question. I was listening to a podcast the other day because some, you know, personal trainers or gyms or people in the um, health and fitness industry are now frantically trying to get their stuff online. Yeah. This hasn't really affected me because I've been doing online for so yeah. long. Yeah. And I remember when I first started, I was like, how can I sit here in Melbourne and help someone on the other side of the world? Like, how is that possible? And then I invested in courses. Remember, spent lots of money in courses right. that yeah. helped me kind of package up my message or package up what I wanted to create and then deliver it to the world. So it hasn't really impacted me because I'm just doing, you know, you don't know what I'm wearing. I could be wearing my, you know, my underpants. I could be wearing my pajamas, right? <laughs> so I can sit here in my, in my own little home impacting <laughs> thousands of women across the world. But, and that's why now people are scrambling to get online. And you watch how many people now are working from home. And at first they're like, oh, I'm going to go crazy working from home. And now they're like loving it. And even some of my uh, friends are like, well, maybe I could ask my boss if I could do three days at home and two days at work. Yeah. Think about how much time you're saving commuting, you know, there to and from work. And um, you don't have to get on public transport. You don't have to be around people and those sad sack energies on the tram, right? You look at people's faces on a train or a tram, no one's smiling. Mm -hmm. That's energy, right? So you yeah. choose to be, you know, you choose to put yourself in a situation, choose your surroundings and the people that you hang out with. So for me, this online space, I love it. It's just 
this is, like I said, a great opportunity for anyone to find their passion. You know, the health and fitness industry is always going to be around. It's a booming industry. People are getting fatter and sicker, unfortunately, because of the crap that they're putting in our foods to mass produce because we've got so many people in this world now. So they need to mass produce this food and it needs to have a longer shelf life. So they're putting more crap in the food, which is making us all fatter and sicker. So until you kind of take a stance and go, well, hang on a minute, I'm going to have less of that processed crap and I'm going to eat more of the food that comes out of the ground to then give me more energy to really go after what I want. You know, that's a choice once again. So online is where it's at, has been for a long time. And it's only now, unfortunately, with the COVID that people are starting to realize that you can access anything you want online, anything, any courses. Just ask Arnie Google and she'll answer. That's right. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Or Siri. I was doing an online PT with a a client the other day and, you know, I'm coaching her and PTing her through Zoom and then Siri's like, Siri's come up going, I'm sorry, I don't quite understand what you're asking me. I'm like, go away. I didn't even ask you a question. Think about the Amazon home now, you know, you can, they're listening. Trust me, they're listening. They're listening, all right. So what now for you, Irene? Have you got a really big goal that you want to achieve? I love it. Well, I want to keep impacting more women and especially the last 10-year journey of this online, I have tried to put together a package for women and failed so many times. This is what I mean. Success is not a straight line. And I have finally put together my one clear path to success, weight loss success. And it all starts with three stages, vision, then you get into nutrition, then you get into really sculpting and shaping your body. And I have an online program that I'm literally just launching now. I've got Facebook ads out there. It's called Strong and Lean, but strong mentally. Let's get mentally strong and let's get lean because women want to be lean, right? So get strong and lean using the power of the mind and through nutrition because food is your medicine and through moving the body, you've got to move the body. So that's what I'm really working on now. And it's you know accessible to anyone around the world. And I'm doing it with coaching. So whether it's a group coaching or whether you want one-on-one coaching, that's what I'm doing. And if anyone wants the pathway, you can download it. If I'm allowed to leave the link, um, you can download the pathway. There's a little short training explaining how this pathway works. And then I encourage you to get on a call with me. Let's have a chat, just a conversation. I'm not there to twist your arm. Um, And people go, well, then why do you offer free calls? Well, to be honest, a percentage of those people that do get on a call with me work with me because they're really ready to step up. And um, you've got to be ready to step up to work with me. Yeah, if you're sort of half-assed, you know, then I'm not the coach for you because I will keep you accountable and we will really go after what your goals are. If you don't know what they are, we'll identify what your goals are. But that's what I'm working on, just impacting more and more people from the comfort of my home through the internet and really inspiring change in people. Really, it's behavior change all through the mind. Inspirational, Irene. That's fantastic. (laughs) How long has it taken you to put the course together? Oh, my goodness. I look back at the videos that I created in the program, which were two years ago. So Time-consuming, isn't it? Yeah, it's all consuming because I love learning too, which is, sorry, one thing you were saying earlier. And I'm always investing in myself. I'm always investing in new courses. I have coaches that help me put this together. You know, I'm always trying to get more knowledge in my industry. 
And, you know, I'm about to sign up to a program from a podcast that I heard yesterday that's more about mindset development, really going after what you want, but really understanding personality traits and understanding from a biological point of view, you know, we're all different body types, whether you're an endomorph, an ectomorph or a mesomorph. Some people might be going, wow, that drives you. Hormones drive you. So being a little bit older now, if your hormones aren't right or your thyroid's out or your estrogen, your progesterone, no matter how many carrot sticks you're going to eat it's not going to change your body if you don't get your hormones right so you know product knowledge i'm always investing in myself as well so that takes up time putting together my program takes up time but this is years of work years and thousands of dollars from all the programs that i've done and i've plucked what the good bits of it packaged it up beautifully and i just wish i had this when i was younger but i didn't you know, it does come in an investment, but you get the value and you also get the support. I think there's a lot of group coaching programs out there that don't offer the one-on-one support. And sometimes you just need a little bit of handholding. And I offer that through coaching calls, through group coaching. And I think called Voxer, which is a walkie-talkie on your phone, my walkie-talkie, my clients. Oh yeah, Vox is awesome. And not many coaches know about it. So sh- but no, Vox is awesome. Oh yeah, we well, have let the cat out of the bag now, <laughs> yeah. I think. <laughs> But, you know, like I can speak to you, for example, if you're my client, we're speaking yep. and then, yep. you know, I would just push a button on my phone because I'm busy. I don't have time to type. And plus, I must have fat thumbs. <laughs> and um, so I just push a button. And I go, Grace, you know, yesterday we spoke about A, B and C. So how are you going with A and B? And, you know, C, I was thinking, I you know, want you to try this. And you just push the button back going, A is working awesome, B I'm struggling with, and C I haven't even started. And I'm like, well, Grace, this is why we're doing it. Kind of, I suggest you do this. So just constant contact that's pretty terrific much so it saves you sitting there typing up an essay who's got time for that who's got time for that we're busy women <laughs> <laughs> we're changing the world we yeah, are so, vox is awesome so and you know my clients some of them use it vox me all the time because it's instant well i get an instant message which sometimes i can't you know disconnect but I just want to help people. So the quicker I can answer your question or the quicker if you're in a grocery store or a supermarket and you take a picture of a label, if you're unsure if it's good for you, yes. I'll respond back because I just want you yes. to keep moving forward. And Tony Robbins talks about that progression. We just want to be progressing forward. Otherwise, we stay stuck. And really my pathway, which I just happen to have here, but my pathway is really taking you from stuck to thriving, right? I've got the steps, right? If you're stuck, I'll take you through five different steps. I get you into headway. I get you into momentum. I get you into flow. And ultimately I get you thriving in all areas of your life. And I sort of toggle between flow and thriving because thriving takes a lot of work, right? Especially if you want to be super, super lean and be X amount of percentage body fat and things like that. I stay in flow. And when you're in flow, it's just a beautiful feeling, right? So I take you through that little pyramid of stages of change. I've got it all mapped out. Like I've done it all. I've just mapped it out into a clear path for everyone. And how can people contact you? Thank you. I'm sure you might have a link somewhere, but it's pretty much just uh, go to strong n little n lean.com strong and lean forward slash one clear path and you can download the pathway right one clear path yeah. um, otherwise i'm sure you'll have a link but yeah jump on there have a look i'll put the link on the below yeah. the video on youtube and watch that little training and then uh, there's a link there to book into my calendar and we can have a chat that's great you're doing so much work for women and and congratulations on paying it forward You're using all your experiences over the years to create something, put it in a nice little box with a bow for the ladies. Because you need a map. You do. You do need a map. Got to just 
compile it into one clear path. Into one thing, yes. Yeah. Make it simpler and easier for people to use. Yeah, because there's too True. much info out there. There's too much. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today, Irene. I really appreciate it. If anybody wants to contact Irene, I'll put a link on the bottom of the video here. And whoever's listening on the podcast, well, they would have written it down already, I think. All right. Thank you so much for the invitation. And you keep up your good work too. And um, yeah, thanks again for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Conversations with Grace, the podcast. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for another episode of Conversations with Grace, Journeys to Entrepreneurship. For more information, you can go to gracechevelle.com.au. Thank you so much for listening.